G'day and welcome to Formula Bums. This week we are reviewing the Spanish Grand Prix. With me is Riso, Andy and Dave. How are you boys? Going great, thanks. I'm looking forward to a brighter future in this country. It was a good weekend for it us has with the been election. a good <laughs> weekend and Man City won the Premier League even better. <laughs> I'm not going to say even better. ScoMo uh, even losing. Better. No, ScoMo losing top. That was top tier. Max Al- winning. No, Albo winning top tier. Albo winning top tier. Max winning top tier. Man, wait, City, they're the blue ones, yeah? Yeah. Yep. I don't, come on, come you're on. English, bro. I should we watch footy. <laughs> so do I, I watch football. So Proper I, football. I, I, hey, I like I like the English Premier League too, but I don't go for Man City because I'm a underdog. I go for West Ham. I'm I, th- more I thought you were going to say you're an underdog, you're going for Liverpool. I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm more of an underdog. I support Southampton. Yeah, yeah. He supports relegation. <laughs> <laughs> Kick them all out. Fucking that'll fix it. Look. So, welcome to Formula Football. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have said all through our preview that Spain is a boring race, and this one certainly wasn't. Did, so did all of us leave it out of our list for... No, that? I put it in. You put it in? I put, I put, I put her F in. I definitely left out, like, Catalonia out of mine. I think I may have even skipped out of any Spanish race, but definitely left out Catalonia. No, I think you had, like, Algrave or Haref in there. Reese likes Maybe. the beaches, so he put it yeah, in. Yeah, I put it It is a beautiful city. You see the overshot, the beautiful church at the top of the Oh, hill? yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I would love to go there. So I put That's it why we left it as testing track. <laughs> well, I put it in because it's That's a right. good... Yeah, I, I said it's a testing track. 100%. I put it in because it's a good race, and I'm finally vindicated. For once, it was a good race. It <laughs> makes my calendar the best calendar. Look, let's start with the news, boys. And the first thing we all need to talk about is the new team on the grid. The Green Bulls. The Green Bulls. The Green Bulls. <laughs> so yes. let me start with the official thing first before we start tearing shreds off them. Aston Martin rolled out a very suspicious looking car again. Except this time, instead of it being a copy of the Mercedes, it looks remarkably similar to the Red Bull. Side pods were brought into contention, but that's not the biggest issue. It's also pieces of the floor and the diffusers that Red Bull have said might have been stolen. Since then, the FIA has come out and done an inspection and said that, no, it's all good. But I want your takes on it. I thought Lance Stroll was lying through his goddamn teeth in FP1 when they asked him about it. So Lance Stroll had another interview where he was just the most awkward thing on camera where they were like, and shout out to Natalie Pinkman, was it, who did the interview? I can't remember. I think it was Natalie Pinkman. Essentially oh. went, you've copied the Red Bull, haven't you? And he's like, uh, uh, I wouldn't say that. I think that it's all good and we actually developed two, two separate cars. Yeah, sure shit, mate. I mean, in some, uh, devil's advocate, in some instances, if you're able to look and take photos and of that of another car and so heavily copy it for your own car i mean that's a lot of work to do it's not simply just like you know sure i'm gonna go on freaking pirate bay and download yeah. the plans and freaking 3d print myself out a new floor yeah, it's not like, like it's not you, you can't download a car these days no, yet you can't go into, like not like um big stroll went in there with a usb plugged it into red bull computer and got yeah. the cad models obviously yeah. not but they did get one of the red bull designers recently on their team that's True. where that, and that's where the crux of this lies because True. the side pods are identical, but everybody knows that everybody knows what everyone's side pods look like because that's the side of the fucking car. Exactly, you can just see them. But where they're actually taking offence and lodging a complaint is components that are not visible to the naked eye seem to be the same because of the loss of personnel. Yeah, so that's where they're kind of pointing but, the finger. But that's why they hired him, probably. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Steal Red Bull plans. No, um, my but only did, question. Did they steal the plan? Like, yeah. like but in this in this age yeah, of it? cost caps, and you have X amount of millions of dollars to spend. How can you justify developing two cars for on the cheap? You know what I mean? Like they got to stick to a cap. And even Mattia Bonotto has come out and said, with all the like cost caps and stuff, we can't just willy nilly make fifty million yeah, updates. True, true. And it's okay now. Now we have to pick and choose where we do. And Aston Martin has just brought a carbon copy of the the Red Bull. The FIA has cleared them. So the FIA said there's no silly stuff going on. I think we're letting this divide us too much. We are forgetting the thing that this is going to make Seb quicker. And that's what it's all about. Seb Vettel is now in a more competitive car and that should be the takeaway from this. I think it's all good. Predictions (laughs) on when Lance Stroll wins his first race then. Never. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think that's happening. Not after this weekend. No, but look, that's the big story of the weekend is... The Green Bull. The Green Bull. Yeah. Don't call them Astons, they're Green Bulls. However... I look, I think it's fine. It's clearly not an exact copy. And if the FIA has gone in and had a look at them, then that's what they're there for. And if they've cleared them, then I guess... Are these the same FIA people, though, that looked at Ferrari's engine and went, yeah, that's there was nothing wrong with that, but they mysteriously lost a whole heap of engine power performance yeah, by look, the it is. 2019 US Grand Prix. It is, but the big yeah. difference between Aston, Ferrari, and the FIA is... Ferrari is Ferrari, and they've always yeah. been the poster child. True. We will see what happens. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal, because if they are cheating, then they'll get punished like they've been done before. And if they're not cheating, then they're more competitive, and it's fine. If if they won this weekend, I reckon there would have been something more to talk about, <laughs> but they didn't, both of them didn't score points. So. Yeah. I, th- I think we're a few weeks away from that, because I think Red Green Bull... The Green Bulls need to learn how to... Like the philosophy of the car and stuff, there's still Red Bull has five weeks on them. You know what I mean? Five, six weeks on them. Like it's going to take a few weeks for the Astons, to, sorry, the Green Bulls to figure out how to drive this car properly. Which and it that's the thing. It, it's probably not going to work. The side pods, and also we've said previously too that eventually all these cars will homologate to a very similar design. Mm. They're yeah. all going to figure out what's the quickest. The same as the last generation. The same as the generation before. Mm. It's ne- inevitable that they all move together. Eventually, I think the only reason why this was such a shock is it's this is akin to the Mercedes coming out with side pods and going, psych, no side pods. It's Aston Martin going, this is our philosophy, psych, no, this is our actual philosophy. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's the jarringness of it that's really kicked up a storm, not the fact that they're looking similar. Yeah. No, it, I think it's more due to the fact that they've been caught cheating and stealing cars before. They do. Look, the they fact that they're the first with. one to do that, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, next season, I reckon they're all going to look similar. But to do it, yeah. Mercedes is going to have side pods again, I reckon. You're, yeah. gonna, you're saying side pods? Yeah. It'll be interesting. They did well they this had, weekend. Yeah, but they were having heating issues a bit too. We they will were, get to all of that. Yeah. I have more news to talk about. You do? I do. I've got actually two more news topics to, to bring up. The second one is we saw some pretty how you go on production this weekend. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Let's start with the drone cam. So, uh, drone cam. It's Look, it, it reminds me of the meme with... Chang from Community looking at the tiny piece of paper. That's how it looks trying to find the cars on that yeah. drone cam. It's like, nah, there might be a car there. It was horrible. It was, and like it went off tilt a bit, like at least levelize it, equalize it. You got like, there's stuff to make it just. It's also Look, if you're going to do it, the best place to do it is on the straight. Similar to how yeah, no. Spider Cam works yeah, in football. 
I disagree because they already have that for the straight. Yeah. They already have the Then don't use camera. it. Then don't, I, I, don't yeah. use it. I didn't like, I like the section, but it was, they tilted it to go with the camera. Make yeah. the camera come off it with, and make it so it's level the whole way. So you're following, you're panning it, not it's this built in your door and like you have to turn your head sideways to actually see what's going on. Speaking of turning your head, there was also a camera flip. If anyone saw that. <laughs> yeah, one saw of the, that pissed the, pissed off. the other one was they uh, did a shot where they followed along the glass, along the pit, like the pit boxes above, like the, Above the, the pit boxes, yeah. whatever you want to call those. Corporate boxes. Corporate boxes, that's the word I'm looking for. They followed along the glass there as the cars went past and they kept the glass, the shot of the car on the glass in the frame. And I went, that is a weird shot as well. Like, why? Is it too much to ask for in one of the most exciting sports on the planet to just film the sport? And do yeah. nothing else? Yeah. But not and also, who was that weird dude at Ferrari they kept putting the camera on too? Who was that weird dude at Williams that they kept putting the camera oh, on? Oh, Pasta. Hey. <laughs> that was the yep, best moment. Yep, yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I was fine seeing Pasta. It's yeah. He's yeah. best in West Track. I, I watched the MotoGP with Jack last week, and it was exciting to see more than one battle going at the same time. Mm. With this race, they're focused on one battle for 15 laps, and it's this try. And George try, V. Max, basically. Yeah, and a little pros in there as well. Yeah. And yeah, because like Hamilton's making all these passes. Suddenly, he went from nineteenth to like what? I know, and we always points, bitch. and we're like, wait a second. And we always wait bitch that they showed yeah. too much of Hamilton, and then this time when they probably should have shown a bit, yeah. they weren't showing him. Yeah. I'm just like, this is bullshit. I don't know tricks. I just Racism. want more battles and just like other edges coming out, bigger like camera shops or like yeah. Look, I don't watch motorsport to look at the scenery, just like I don't watch rugby league to look at the scenery. I watch it to watch the fucking sport. Yeah, look, it it was weird. The reason they're trialing drone cams is with them moving towards a more carbon neutral thing, it's aiming to replace helicopters with their fuel. However, due to the dangers of drone cams, they can't actually fly them over the track because there's been heaps of incidents in the past of drones coming down and smashing onto events. It happened at the Winter Olympics. A drone came down and Uh, crashed meters behind a skier and it would have been possibly life-threatening injuries if it connected. Also... The drones, there are drones out there that are fast enough to keep up with them. The helicopters can keep up with an F1 car. This drone couldn't. This yeah. drone couldn't and its camera quality wasn't great. No. Um, I probably could have flown my drone better than they were flying that one, I reckon. And I only had my drone like three weeks. But <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> well, I have a Corolla, which is essentially a rally car. So we'll test. We should do that. <laughs> we should do that for sure. But no, I, I think the concept is sound. The execution wasn't great. It was poor. Yeah. We, we've had this discussion at work but about using drones before, and the logistics behind using them is absolutely ridiculous. Now, F1's a sport that can potentially do that. I just don't I don't see it being working. Yeah. If you don't want to use the helicopter, fine. Don't have helicopter cam. They they they, they use the like the spider cam style one. Yeah, use the pit lane There's spider cam if you want to. The great one they have at Silverstone as they go into like the Luffield um hairpin yep. there it cuts across like on an angle across the straight across the center of the corner uh, uh, as well and then across to the grandstand so they can get like down the straight around the turn round Luffield and follow them up the, uh, the other straight all panning all in one go from one camera and you don't need a sick. drone for that it no, looks you sick. really don't it always looks sick so you don't need a drone to do that but it's just it's an unnecessary yeah. cost I just I don't think it adds to the production if you want to make Formula 1 better I reckon it could add to the production, but it was like as 
Dave said, it was this a poor for yeah, such it, a big company it, to have a, it. It was a proof of concept. They could have it done was, it, you know, trial it during testing or something like that my instead. Mate's, yeah, my mate's yeah. got a better one that focus. You can pinpoint it on a thing. Oh, and it will stay yeah. level. It will stay. Maybe dry. try it during free practice or something. But yeah, in the don't race, know, don't do it, it in the fucking race. Yeah, not great. The other piece of news I have to talk about, and this will be our last piece of news for the show, I think, is this is the first. Well, every team has to have to technically junior drivers, but we also know that junior drivers include Fernando Alonso and Robert Kubica. Two junior drivers have to come in and do some free practice sessions for each team throughout the year. And we saw two for this race. We saw Yuri Vips and Nick DeVries jump in the cars. Yuri for Red Bull, Nick for Mercedes. But when I say Mercedes, it's the Toto Mercedes of jumping into the Williams mm. and, and doing some laps to them. What was interesting, though, is no Oscar Piastri. Well, I don't see them putting Oscar Piastri in at... Spain, where Alonso has such a big following. Yeah, but for a free practice one... They want to see Alonso yeah. on every yeah. session, it's dude. Imagine if yeah. they did that with Ricardo in Australia. Yeah, imagine you, you all of a sudden you lose Ricardo and you put Colton Herder in the car. How mad would you be? Well, with how he's performing... No, I, was <laughs> about, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, with how he's top-tier <laughs> Ricardo... At Albert Park, free pack to Swan, you don't get to see him. You get to see Colton Oda. How would you feel? Yeah, pretty devastated. Exactly. Mm. That's why they didn't do it. It's also not top tier Alonso. I want to make that point too. <laughs> 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 but look, that's kind of the news. Yeah. One thing I was going to add to the news was I heard something about... I reckon they listened to our podcast and they maybe heard some things about Jack because they're doing the less carbon neutral and they're going to regionize some of the tracks. I did say so, that actually. So the logistics of planning into like in a few weeks to Canada and back is not as impactful to the environment. That's right. They mentioned, I think it was, it was the commentators brought it up for next year they're going to put it in sort of regional they're regional, regional blocks. Do it. Mm. Yeah. So they're not, they're not going to go alphabetical order like I suggested. <laughs> no, unfortunately <laughs> oh, not. Dang. I know I'm like the, the space cadet of the show but my calendar is coming <laughs> back in swades getting me some serious uh, yeah. points with the sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm stoked on that. Spain was good. They're going to regionalize the races. I tell you what, the Grand Tour of Formula One is coming, boys, <laughs> and I will be at the helm. Anyone else got any news before we move on to a quick chat about quali? Just the updates that people bring. There was a few. There was a lot of a lot of teams did. Um, a lot of them were just the rear wing and the front wing. To Red Bull broke a, bought a broken rear wing. That's what they did. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was an interesting yeah. strategy, and we'll see yeah. if it paid off for them. Mm. Um. The, the big one was McLaren with 10 upgrades. Didn't um, fucking help Danny Rick. No. Um, and then, yeah, the, um, Aston bought eight. <laughs> no, no, they just brought a whole new <laughs> car. Um, the only Al- Alfa Romeo did some on the suspension. That was the only one that didn't really do the um, arrows. Did they update Robotas' uh, software? Um, Robotas? No. Yeah. He's just a machine, bro. Yeah, He's not okay. even a robot. He's just a machine at this point. Actually, speaking of news, anyone see that pic of Bottas' bum? The charity one? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see how Lewis got really homoerotic yeah. with it? Yeah. <laughs> He's closet homo for Bottas. That's why I wanted him to stay. Reese, have you got anything Allegedly. more sensible? Th- no, no, no. no, no, no. Well, we don't want to talk about Bottas' bum anymore. <laughs> no, I'm fine to talk about Bottas' bum. It's the second time we've seen it it's now. I know. Oh, we've seen yeah, it. We've seen it a couple. Of the Formula One drivers, I think we've seen his bum the most, or at least Alonso's up there. Yeah. Oh, his, but his we normally see him clothed. Whenever he hops out of the car, they always cut to him hopping out of the car. Yeah. And you see it from the the, the uh, cockpit cam. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little jank in his tank. <laughs> 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 okay, let's move on to Quali. 
I watched qualifying. Did anyone else watch qualifying? No, unfortunately not. I watched it. Excellent. Well, Reese, we'll we'll enjoy this little section. We'll just chat amongst ourselves and Andy, shall we? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you shut up for a second. <laughs> um, my big takeaways were Lando was putting it into Q3, got a track limits lap deletion, ended up dropping out of Q3. So Q2. that was. You got eleventh. He was eleventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was in Q3 oh, when sorry, the lap no, got deleted. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And I always get Q1 and Q3 messed up. To be honest, it's weird. Hey. Um, one comes first, one comes last. Yeah, but one's the top. That's first Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's weird yeah. how we use one for like winning, but yeah. in qualifying, one is not the first winning, one. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, no, he did, and then yeah, cheated and went off track. But he yeah. was feeling pretty rough. We'll a, tonsillitis, tonsillitis, and yeah. tonsillitis sucks. Yeah. Mm. Haas, insane pace in qualifying. Vic Schumacher done well. Q three, first time. Very nice. And K Mag got in at eighth. So. When we get to the race review, it was clearly a very disappointing weekend for Haas from what mm-hmm. should have been. Williams was absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. I'm surprised you remembered them. I wrote them down specifically. I made <laughs> sure I had but a even checklist. the broadcast forgot about them. I don't think I've seen them once. No, they were. Did you Williams again? <laughs> Albon, because I like Albon. I thought it was yeah. Pasta. I think, I think yeah. we saw more of the garage than them racing. Yeah. Seen a lot of Pasta, that's for and sure. Maybe they should have just thrown him in the car to see what could have happened. <laughs> like, well, he can work magic here. Aston, Stroll was slow, Vettel was slow. There's just no pace in that one over one lap. Not not really, but I think the point I want to attribute to them in qualifying is they bought such significant upgrades like Mercedes did the week before where they said, look, it's going to take a week or two before we finally mm. get this thing moving in the direction we want. So that, that was my big thing yeah. on Aston. They clearly had that expectation of, all right, we've done some serious changes. We're going to come out and hopefully put together something better and they just didn't quite. Yeah, on and then on Mercedes, pulling out purple sectors in Q three. They're quick. Those upgrades are starting to yeah, find their on, form. On on yeah. the corners that suit them, they were quick. They're they're good in the corners and their porpoising's pretty much non existent. Of course they were the first ones to get rid of it. Uh, McLaren. They really needed to though. Oh, no. They had it the worst out they of all really of them. Did. So yeah, like, you can see why they've been working on it. <laughs> and it's working for them too. Uh We've already spoken about Lando. Danny just didn't quite do anything. However, he did make Q3. He did. He did. Um, I think Lando helped bump him up into it as well. Yeah. No, well, he would have bumped up Mick, wouldn't he? Yeah, but he w- qualified. Lando was in eighth, so he put two people up. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, With Danny, though, he's now the most experienced F1 driver that Australia's ever had. He's just pipped Mark Webber's record with 216 Grand Prix starts. Oh, damn. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, congratulations, man. You're the most capped Aussie in the sport, but we will talk more about you later. Alpha Tauri, the only real thing I had on that is the team apologized to Pierre about the state of the car, and he had a brake fire earlier in the practice sessions, too. So... There's clearly something going on there at Alpha Tauri and with how Pierre's interacting with the car that they're not happy with because he's traditionally a very, very good qualifier. Most of his points come from him qualifying in the top 10 and then kind of holding people up for the rest of the race. Um, and then uh, the only thing, right at the end, uh, Red Bull Max coming in screaming and losing power right at the end. He did on his last flying lap, his engine cut out. I thought his DRS didn't open as well. That's in the race. No, 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 no. Quali as well. I was a bit confused because he said something about the DRS. In Quali, the DRS didn't work as well, which is why he aborted the last lap. And then his engine broke too. 
I didn't know his engine broke. Yeah, no, that's the main reason he aborted the lap. Leclerc spun on his first lap as well, right? Leclerc so spun on his out, first lap. He pulled out that good lap on it, just under pressure in yeah. in one in, in one go. That's pretty and, cool. And kind of flogged the rest of the pack by 0. 0.7 or something. Yeah, that's pretty Which, impressive. Yeah, impressive. qualifying, pretty exciting. The good teams are good. The with, poor teams were where we expected them to be. With that Max problem, are they not allowed to touch the car because in Part Ferme, once it's Q3 sort of thing? No, they, they changed the actuator for it for the race. Okay, yeah. And it did fuck all. I think it's, yeah, if you do a like for like part. Yeah, like for yeah, like. Okay, yeah. For obviously like safety reasons and stuff yeah. like that, I think you get away with it. But if I, you're making setup changes, yeah, you'd have to yeah. start from pit lane. I, I also yeah. believe that you have to have an FIA representative to confirm that it's like They have line. to yep. watch the whole yeah. process. Yep. So they have to have an FIA representative sit there on a chair and watch them change it and certify it as it goes throughout the time. Mm. But that's qualifying. Let's get into the race, boys. There's a lot to talk about. So this week, we're going to start with Mercedes. No, No, we're we're not. not. (laughs) We're going to start with Ferrari. So Andy, why didn't you take us away? So Ferrari, well, I'm a bit concerned about Ferrari, if I've got to be completely honest. Why is that? Well... This is the sixth race that Charles has been using that engine, and it gave out. Mm. Now, while Carlos, I don't, I think Carlos has had changed, hasn't it? Has had parts changed on his engine, hasn't he? Yeah, because he smashed it. Yeah, so that's why I'm not worried about Char- uh, Carlos as much. But if the Ferrari to get through this season, you need to seven races per engine was what Martin and Crofty were saying. So you probably only need six, to be honest. Because you know, yeah, take penalty. It's 23 races. No, 22 races now. That's something you didn't mention during news. Yeah, 22 races. It's 22 races, not 23 this year. They're not replacing Russia. I didn't mention it, but no one else mentioned it either. Yeah, well, you're the the news guy, so it's your fault, (laughs) mate. It's your one job you're meant to do that, research. Anyway, back to Ferrari. I thought they were just like, yeah, okay, I I, I read that wrong. I thought they were going back to Russia and they're not cutting it. Yeah, no, no. They're not replacing it with anything. Okay. Yeah. Which is that. a shame because, you know, like there's some circuits out there that could, could do with being back on the calendar. Malaysia, for example. Yeah, you know, Definitely. there's plenty of circuits you could put in there, but a shorter calendar is not necessarily it's the worst thing in the world either. Yeah. It's probably yeah. a logistical thing at this point. Oh, though. definitely. That's logistical that, yeah. and contractual and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, we're meant to be talking about the race and we'll go back to Ferrari. Mm. So, yeah, they were saying it's seven races per engine and now Charles has just gave out halfway through, not even halfway through race six. So that engine was meant to actually last through Monaco as well. The, but I mean, it's th- not going to need to last much at Monaco because you know he's not going to start the race. I was going to say, the good thing Although, is about the planning is you don't need to worry about Charles' engine at Monaco because he does fall outs and crashes anyway. He has got his annual Monaco crash, though, out of the way. That was just practice. That was practice you for his You trust me, bro, that's practice. He's going to do another one. Okay. He don't, he's going to crash. He's crashed every year at Monaco. He has. Prior to Charles going out, though, he was... Well away from the pack, I think he was what thirty-five seconds out in front. Oh, he was. It was. It was smashing him. If the engine and turbo didn't give out, Charles was easily winning that race by far. He was cruising, and he spoke. Him and both him and Matias spoke positively after the race. But I think just that reliability thing. Like it's a long season. If your car's cutting out, and then you have to take an extra engine towards that end of the season. A few teams have had reliability issues, though. I think this season we might see yeah. a bit more of that spread amongst the field. Because we don't know that they need to replace the engine. It might just be one of the, like... It sounded like, from what Ted was saying, that they need to replace the engine. Okay. They're taking it back to Marinello to crack it open. So it's definitely out of the car. I yeah. know that they need to... Whatever happened 
didn't pop up on the telemetry and they could be like, oh, it's overheating. So whatever's happened yeah. has surprised them. It just cut out, yeah. It didn't, yeah. It didn't blow smoke or anything like that. There was, no, just, there was no... It was a bit of a, a whistly sound, like maybe the turbo yeah. blew, but it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it, too much... When they Very cut, obvious. When they cut to it, you hear it. You hear the engine make like a little pop whistle. Yeah. And then it just there's nothing there, and he's just sort of coasting from yeah. that moment on. So yeah, that was interesting. It was it definitely sad for Charles. Good for the race though. Very good for the race. It did open up the race to be a much more tighter competition. Mm. I don't like seeing it, and I don't. I mean, it, it sucks for Charles. It, it was sucks his for race our tips win. as well. Oh yeah, oh, man, yeah. my tips. We'll get like to those later. Crying for me, from my place. Um, other Ferrari driver, Carlos. It's his home race. He had a pretty disappointing race, all things considered. Was it turn four? It was turn four. Turn four, it? where the the tailwind picked up and took him out, took him into the gravel, and from there it was a recovery drive for him. A good recovery drive. I wouldn't yeah. say it was a. It certainly wasn't a loss for Carlos. It was a disappointing race. However. The reason why tailwinds are so devastating in F1 cars is they're very, very rear heavy. So when the back end gets affected by the wind and it starts to pirouette, it's pretty much impossible to save it. Yep. You have to be incredibly lucky. And in that stage of the race where you're really, really pushing it, once it goes, it goes. Good recovery. It was surprised that he didn't beach himself in the gravel trap yeah. and end his race. I thought he was going to with his uh, record with gravel traps this year. Yeah. Not good. Just filled his uh, car up with rocks. But I can see... Your view, Andy, of like the, the, the race trucks instead of uh, city circuits. Like yeah. it was way better. They just went off, nothing happened, and then the race continued. And yeah, it, 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 and was it so happened much a few times. There was four, three cars that I know of that went off and probably more as well. Happened to Max as well, didn't it? Yeah, Max. Yeah. Hap- Max. Exactly the yeah. same issue happened yeah, to Max. Two like, laps later or something. Yeah. yeah. Man, that made me fucking cringe a little bit. It was, I'll tell you what, it, it was a very... Uh, at that moment, I thought you two had the fucking points. <laughs> <laughs> but overall for Ferrari, I think the sum up is, yes, it was a disappointing weekend. They were both in a position to win and a podium. It, it was probably going to be that way with the pace those boys were on. However, as Charles and Mattia have said, Ferrari is very happy with where they're at at the moment. And if they can figure out what's gone wrong, which they have said is going to be a one-off issue, they believe they can fix it. Ferrari's looking strong. Ferrari's looking very strong. Yeah, problem is though, like Charles had a forty-six point lead, and now he's second. It's true. They did bleed points. They have bled a lot of points the last couple of rounds. It's yeah, that's not good when you've got a fight like that. Like you see how the last couple of seasons have been pretty close. Particularly, I mean, last season, level on points, all points matter. You know, to to, to be blowing it that early, you you don't want to let Max now get that bit of a buffer and have to try and catch him. I'd, I'd rather blow blow it up now then blow it up with two races to go because he's got time now. He does. Max, I, as much as I hate to say it, he's going to inherently make a mistake going forward at some point. And he's probably going to have reliability issues exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. Like That's yeah, true. The Red Bulls have reliability issues. Max is a hothead. He will crash into someone. I'm shocked he didn't put it into George during this race. <laughs> if it was Hamilton, he would have. <laughs> if it was Hamilton, he had every right to. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> true, though. Anything else on the big boy Ferrari team? Nothing more. It was a it was a race where they lost a lot of they they just left points on the track. Signs great to recover to fourth, but yeah, it is what it is. When a tailwind hits you like that, there's nothing you can do, and you can see it happen twice. Like just, and they're confused with it. They and then they're yeah, discussing it afterwards. All right, let's move on to Alfa Romeo. 
And really, they're a one-man team at this point. And he doesn't even get in the top five for my points. I was so confident. Like, you were so close. I was so, it was not a bad pick, but it was just... Uh, it was just strategy that sort of let them down. They're not did. a team that's used mm. to fighting that end of the field. You've got to remember that. Yeah. Same as Haas. But that's, that's the strategy, because it was a... He, he ran a two-stopper when two every stop. other team, bar Haas, ran a three-stop. We don't see three-stoppers often. It's and no, every team did. It was a bit confusing, to be honest. To Temperature. Was, yeah, and like, you don't see it often. It was really interesting. But yeah, one of the only teams to do the two-stop, and it didn't work out for him. And the moment the two Mercs got past him, he was just like, look, we needed to make that third stop. Yeah. We should have made that call. Hindsight's twenty twenty. They'll know for next time. Absolutely. And it still is not... From where... Alfa Romeo has been, even a slightly disappointing finish to a race that Valtteri had is a massive celebration for them because they've never been up there in years. And when mm. Charles was there, which was what, four or five years ago now? 2018. 2018. He wasn't really pushing it up there as consistently as Valtteri was. Yeah. So still a success for them. Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu, Ferrari engine issue, just yep. kind of turned off. My guess is probably that was more of an overheating thing from being in the mm. pack. That's what it sounded like. It, but it's c- concerning in a way. He's DNF three out of six races. And, he, and it, last week did the same thing, did a couple laps and then had to pull it in. I'll, I'll, I'll pull the card out there. Do we see him having a future in this sport? Because I don't. It's hard. He hasn't had a good chance. But is it just the Chinese government going, we don't want him to fight down here? It's not working. Well, here's another 30 million. Fucking get that car faster. I look. It's a combination of bad luck and yeah. I I don't really know what's happened. It doesn't make sense that it always happens to his car. But then Bottas is this. Bottas is a quite a better driver and more experienced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but but his car's not broken. He hasn't broke down once. Yeah. It was just a a good weekend for Alfa Romeo. I think if they can keep this trajectory up and if they can bring beneficial upgrades to the car. They're definitely looking like they're going to be a, a fighting for fourth or third in the championship mm. within a year or two. They're right where they want to be. Yeah. I think team-wise, it's got to be super positive. They're flush with cash, even though Joe's not having the best performances. He's still a rookie. He's like, a rookie. Yeah. It's only five, six races six, six races into the season. Like, you know, if you've had a bit of bad luck with the car, you still haven't been able to prove really in that time. I'm not knocking drive, his driving so, yeah. whatsoever. I think he's... He's a talented young driver. He's got skill. It's just sad that we haven't been able to see it and and be able to form proper opinions on this kid yet. And it's a big chunk of time where he could get the skill up in an F1 car. And that's, I reckon, I was disappointed with the situation because he does, he needs that time in the car to actually get better. True. Anything else for Alfa Romeo, gentlemen? Excellent. Well, let us have a quick chat about the Haas boys. Disappointing. Very yeah. from where they from where they started the weekend, they went from looking like rock stars to a bunch of fucking vankers. They did. It was a unfortunate racing incident between Lewis and Magnussen. I don't think there was anything yeah, in it. No, no, no. Yeah. It was all Hamilton's fault. K Mag did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, fake <laughs> news. Fake news. K Mag did come out on his uh, Instagram apparently and say that he reckons it was uh, Hamilton's fault. Oh, on that he one. said that straight on the like over yeah, the radio. Yeah, do it. And I was like. With the view and seeing it, you know, I was like, mate, uh, I don't know about that one. I don't, <laughs> think that, I don't think there was anything in it. Yes, Lewis got a bit of understeer, but 
These it was cars are heavily yeah, affected by the aero. It situation. definitely wasn't. It was a racing incident. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it definitely purpose. wasn't yeah, was no, Hamilton's fault. There was no penalties yeah, needed. So for it, it was no. to come out and be like, "That's his fault." I was like, "Ooh, bud, that's." To be fair, that. in order, if there's ever an FIA investigation involved, you do have to declare that you believe someone's at fault. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the incident yeah. is, someone will always point the finger because it aids in the investigation. So while it wasn't necessary. It does follow the suit of how the sport goes of people yeah. blaming each yeah. other. But to come out afterwards on Instagram and still stand your ground, I reckon that's mm. a bit. You'd see the footage and go, "Oh, that's yeah." I, he he didn't wasn't even in, uh, like um, Magnuson wasn't even in front. Yeah. So it's like how how is he supposed to? He, he's just making a stupid move. That was all it was. It was yeah. Stupid move. Max can do it, but I'm pretty sure later he got on that corner. No, it no, was it, no, it was in sector three in another weird. Oh, spot. It was in a spot that is never overtaken. Turn twelve, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mick, though, so close, so close. Mm. Strategy as well. That two stop just didn't work for p- the people that did it. No, the ties just couldn't quite last the end. So Mick ended up starting tenth and finishing fourteenth. So he lost a good chunk of places, but mainly towards the end, he was in the points, sort of into the last like want to say five six laps, and he then began to get passed by other people. K-Mag definitely came off worse for wear than Lewis in regards to the damage to the car because K-Mag only was able to make up one position where Lewis was able to make up, what, 15, 16 positions? Something ridiculous. Um, yeah, something like it, that. Uh, Magson put on the hards at the end, I saw, which is, I think... Was the only driver yeah. to use the hards. Is that they just ran out of tyres or... or? Probably, actually. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they did run out of the other tyres. Do you reckon the teams are still wrapping their heads around these new tyres? Absolutely. Well? Definitely. And that's why it's a three-stop. Definitely seeing way more punctures slash like them popping off the rims because of the tyre size now. Like, yeah, it didn't look like much contact, but really banging wheels together for them to both have a puncture occur or like, yeah, break the bead off the rim or something like that. It was... I was a bit surprised to see that for both of them, to be honest, from just yep. banging wheels like that. And it's happened in a few of the incidents of crashes too, where right. the, the tires actually come completely off the I rim, know. which is interesting. I to heard see. Mercedes has got razor blades on their wings. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's the upgrades they bought. <laughs> the Buddha Seas. Yeah. Look, I think in the end, when it comes to Haas, they're still maturing into a competitive team. Yep. And that's really what we're seeing. The drivers, when they get in those positions, kind of lose their heads a little bit. K-Mag was putting up a pass in a position that you don't normally see. Mick, strategy let down. And I don't think the team and the engineers and the strategists are used to coming up with these strategies to maintain place and win points. Mm. All their strategies in previous years have just been... Get to the end. Get to the end and hopefully we can get some speed out of it. I think they'll get there. They've clearly got pace. Yeah. They've clearly got pace, so they're not far off getting there. I tell you what, those race engineers at Haas would have learnt a very harsh lesson this week. Yeah, absolutely. They would have learnt a harsh lesson, and they won't forget that going forward. And the next time it's a really hot race, they'll make a three-stop if it's needed. I hope so. I genuinely hope so. Shall we talk about Alpine, gentlemen? Yes. Look, I think we owe a certain Esteban Ocon a big apology. Oh, look, I'm not apologising. I am. I'm sorry I ragged on his driving. He has done nothing but drive the shit out of that car. And he, he really impressed me this weekend. Look, it, he, it was a very common drive from Esteban Ocon. 
He absolutely drove the pants off it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to apologize for all his poor performances up until this point. He did very well. But he hasn't really had a poor performance this year. Yeah, we've been took, we've been he took him Max sh- out three years ago, and I hate him for it. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's the uh, only good performance in my book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> for, you know, I apologize to Esteban. I think he's a competent driver and deserves his seat now. I do too. I don't think he deserves like the five, six year contract. No, I don't think he deserves that. Mm. But no one deserves a five, six year contract. Except for Max. Uh, Ocon came in at seventh. Fernando snuck in and got a, uh, two points at ninth. But Fernando drove from 20th. He did. And I'm really disappointed in the F1 community. They voted Lewis Hamilton driver of the day. No, it was Russell. No, it, it was, was Lewis. It was Lewis. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was Lewis got driver Which, of the day. That's like, that's very surprising for that to actually happen, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I think Alonso deserved it, and I even voted for Alonso. I thought Alonso's drivers mature and did really well to recover that team to ninth. Great race pace in that Alpine. Very, very quick. It's very quick. And the yeah, Blues made him a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Ocon, yeah, to go from 12th to 7th. Uh, to, yeah. 7th. 7th. Yeah, 7th. Good weekend. I think, based off our discussion of the 100 race plan, it's certainly on its way. Definitely. Otmar's in a good spot. There was a slight mix around with Fernando and qualifying, which is why he took the engine penalty. They, he missed his opportunity for a lap, and it was just a rare mistake that you saw from Otmar and his team. They're right where they need to be. Hopefully, they can continue in this development war, bring the upgrades to push them further higher again. There was something I seen earlier in the week too. I think the mid-season break was when they were going to start discussing next year and their driver lineup, mm-hmm. whether it's Piastri or Alonso. And I think after this weekend, it wouldn't shock me if it's Alonso. There's no need to get rid of Alonso at the moment. No. Not when there are other teams who clearly are going to start discussing their lineup a lot more heavily. The only big thing is, will Alpine be willing to let this kid go? I reckon they do, similar to what Toto has done with his drivers in the past. Send them to a team, team but have them on retainer. The, the, yes. I mean, that's the most obvious solution, isn't it? Mm. The thing that Toto has over the other ones is, where he sent them were their customer teams, and Alpine doesn't have a customer relationship with any team where they can yeah. kind of use that as a bargain. Yes, but yet. but Toto negotiated with Alpine to get Ock on that seat. You know what? That is true. So that, yeah. that means fuck all in the F1 world. What about the, if Aldi... Come, when's El, is Aldi coming in as... Aldi? Isn't it Aldi, Aldi Porsche? and Porsche. Not Aldi the shops. I thought it was Audi the car. I thought it was Andretti he was going to talk about because Andretti's are going to be a Renault customer. Oh yeah, but even that's twenty twenty six, isn't it? Oh, I thought I thought the Porsche. I thought yeah, Ford, Audi was Porsche and Audi is twenty twenty six. Okay, bit of a long shot. Yeah, yeah. Andretti is aiming for twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. Okay, that's yeah. That, that's why I thought you were like Audi is in the the store, not no, Audi. No, no, no. Yeah, Audi. My pronunciation. Fair enough. <laughs> But, you know, if Andretti comes in, there's a perfect place for yeah, Piastri. Yeah, maybe that, but yeah, I don't know where else he would go. Unless Alonso retires. I don't see that happening. Nah, he's he's, he's yeah. having fun, I reckon. Yeah. He's, he's loving yeah. it. He was so stoked that at the post-race interview, they were both so stoked to go both get points to perform like they both did. And Alonso said as long as he's quick, he doesn't want to retire, and he's yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah it's, it's certainly getting interesting. It's still a long season, though. Things can change. It is a very long season. It is. It's only race six. Mm. Alpha Tauri. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm. Rough. Uh, rough for one. Yuki got a point. Yuki... Yeah, but I don't think he was happy. He still reckoned he could have got better. There's something wrong with that car. There is. And that was your car you picked as the Dark Horse of the Year, wasn't I it? I really Andy? thought it was going to be a good... <laughs> Thanks for continuously reminding me that I thought that was going to be a good I car. I never get anything right. You've got one thing wrong in your entire life, and it's that, so you're never going <laughs> to forget it. You also said that it was going to be a good car. I like to agree with people who I think are smarter than me. That's why I say <laughs> yes to you three dickheads all the time. <laughs> it's not there. It's really not. No. I had to apologise to Pierre. But similar to Hamilton driving a dog shit car. Yeah, and I don't know why Pierre's struggling with it because there doesn't seem to be like there's anything inherently wrong with it. I mean, they've got a bit of porpoising, but they've all cars have a bit of porpoising. It's not slow. Like, they're not getting just smashed on the straights. It can corner fine. But, yeah, something's clearly not working for them at mm. the moment. They both said it's hard to drive. A lot of people say it's hard to drive. I don't know what that means. I've never driven an F1 car, but it's it's hard to drive. I saw you on the game last week, man. It's clearly hard to drive <laughs> with how yeah. you're going on it. Uh, it's good to know the track. Um, yeah, <laughs> horrible. Got, did the restart button a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, we didn't really see much of them on the broadcast. The only real highlights we've had for AlphaTauri this year is the few times they've held up faster cars. The only one time we saw him this weekend is uh, Gasly and, and Stroll. I was just him. about to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing Gasly did was he spun Stroll out. <laughs> yeah. Love to see it. Love to see it. And the race was over apparently for Stroll, but I reckon it was already over. <laughs> Man, it was over the moment he I set foot in the car. Just don't, you can cut this, but I don't think I saw anything in the KO Mini just to show like how Next much. It's it. true. I guess, look, the one consolation Alpha Tauri can take out of this is that it is still such a good-looking car. They're going to yeah, sell a lot of clothes. Good looks doesn't get you wins. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> anything, <laughs> else, anything else? Because there's nothing to talk about, is there? No, no there's really no, not with them. Excellent. Well, let's talk about the big boys. Let's talk about Red Bull. I'm going to start with Red Bull. I wrote down three words for Max this weekend. I wrote down rage... Pace and luck. That literally yeah. sums up his weekend. Yeah. Some of the best radio messages we've ever heard <laughs> of him going absolutely... I think you could hear him smashing the button <laughs> through the helmet. He was hitting that thing so hard. Yeah. Just what admitting that he had to press it 50 times. And he's like... Oh, I'm hitting it 50 fucking times. You're closing it as well. Yeah, I also <laughs> think that half of it was clearly an issue with his DRS. So his DRS wasn't activating sometimes. It was very, yeah. very random. It was pretty much every second lap it would work. At one point, they did say, hey, man, maybe you're pressing the button too much and you're actually closing it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the message GP said to him was, um, mate, just hit it after you're done with the curbing. He's like, mate, I hit it 50 fucking times. Mm. Well, why don't you try hitting it once after the curbing <laughs> and see what happens? Maybe just try that. Being a race engineer for a driver in F1 has to be one of the most thankless jobs on the planet. You are infinitely smarter than the baby you were trying to keep some reins on because all of them go hell for leather towards their racing engineers. It and they just sit there and they're like, okay, mate, but this is what you're going to do about it. There's some drivers are worse than others for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the more competitive, the more worse you are, I think. Yeah. 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 Ricardo always stands out to me when he does his radio messages. He's very often much like, yep, understood. Copy. Copy. Understood. 
He's yeah, very he's much good. just like, you know, yep, understood. Even if it's, hey, we have to retire the car. Yep, Copy. understood. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it, it has the same kind of tone on almost all of his messages. Because he's, he's not listening. I think he's just, <laughs> he's just not listening. probably not listening. He's, like, he's probably just listening. focused on trying to get the car around the track. Yeah. Slow. No, the best radio message in history was the time they're like, when Kimmy was talking to his engineer and they couldn't hear him. And Kimmy's like, it's not working. They're like, no, Kimmy, we can't hear you. He's like, yeah, but why are you responding perfectly to my questions if you can't hear me? Like, he was <laughs> asking questions and they were being like, yes, yes, no, Kimmy, yes. And they were like, can you hear me? They're like, we can't hear you. He's like, so can you hear me? He's like, no, Kimmy, we can't hear you responding perfectly. He was like, well, how the fuck are you replying <laughs> to me perfectly? He, he had some good ones, like, you know, uh, shut up, I know what I'm doing. And Glove, steering uh, yeah. wheel, glove, steering glove, wheel. Glove, steering wheel. Drink. Drink. Constant drink. Yeah. Man, that just sounded like it was a clash of accents there, that drink button. It's yeah. like he's, he's literally just asking, is the, but, like, the button turned on? He's like, no, you won't have the drink. It's like, <laughs> I'm not asking about that. I'm asking about the button, mate. Yeah. And that'd be me. I would just be like, mate, I'm asking about the fucking button. If you're not going to give me an answer, fuck off. Yeah, but Red Bull. And say, Red Bull. Oh, yeah, true. We're talking We're about, talking Red, about Bull. Red Bull. What did we that. think about the Perez Max seemed to be a little bit of a, a swap to me? Like, he was faster, yeah, but like... I think that's where the crux of the conversation yeah. does lie. Is that it's a bit a bit early in the season for team orders? If I'm, if I'm, I'm that's if it. Jack sort of brought me around. I was angry at the time. Yeah, very way, angry. Yeah, look the way the way I think we have to look at it is due to George Russell being where he was, and the decisions Red Bull made for both mm. their drivers is that was it a team order? Yes, but it was also an inevitability regardless of the order in place because Max was, on average, 1.8 to 2.2 seconds a lap quicker. Yeah. And Perez was on older tyres and was going to have to stop anyway. There was no way, unless they literally told Max, you're slowing down, which is team orders as well, to keep Checo in front. His tyres weren't going to last... I know it rubbed Checo the wrong way. Yeah. I, I think it rubbed him the wrong way because it wasn't just one team orders. It was the two team orders. Go on. It was the one before the battle for Russell and then Max was on a different strategy and he went forward and then he spun out. And then again, it was them two just in front and I reckon he, like Max would have had him in it as well. But then another team orders. Can you try and imagine a multi-21 scenario with telling Max to stay behind Perez? It's not going to happen. It'd be a 100% a Seb, would, Seb situation where it'd be passing. Yep. But I he, don't know. It's still... It, I wasn't... I was like, oh, guys, like... It, it, it was so much favoritism on the Max. Like, I'm not even saying, like, I'm, you know I'm not a massive Max fan. Of course, and but it's, it's the, a valid point it's, you make it's anyway. A, it's a... You just don't want to see that. Like, I can understand it if Max was all, like the only one that could win it for them. But at the moment, this early in the season, like Perez is still up there. They've all got a chance in this. It's uh, it seems a bit harsh to be switching around this early. To be honest, to me. So last night when I watched the race, I was a hundred percent on your side. Yeah, I was. That's exactly how I felt. I was absolutely gutted that they did that to Checo. But I got here first. I was talking to Jack, and Jack yeah. convinced me. By saying it was inevitable, Perez had to pit again. He was going to pit again. It's easier just to just to let him by, then bring Checo in, then have Checo hold up George. Yeah. It was inevitable that Checo was coming in. Sti- I'm still annoyed about it because 
I love me a Perez win, but Perez wasn't going to win that race. It I wonder if we'll see a return favor. I think so. Yeah, they are. They they owe him a championship at this point. Yeah, and and I think Red Bull, as a leadership team, has matured enough to know that if it came down to it, they want to win so bad that they would have done it no matter who was in that position, because their two strategies were so disaligned. They wouldn't have said, Checo, you're just going to drive two seconds slower for the rest of the race and just block for Max. They would have gone, Max, you win all of these. Step aside, this one's for Checo. And Max, if you're saying the favour thing sits there, which it probably does, Max would have moved too. I feel like Max will happily pay him back too. If the margin wasn't 1.2 seconds per lap, we probably would have seen more, no man, you're not actually that much quicker. He was that much quicker, yeah. though. He was two seconds quicker without the DRS. Now, hypothetically, do they let them fight each other? No. I don't no. think with how tight the competition is, any of the top three teams will let their drivers fight. Yeah. If Mercedes was out in front, they would have made a call. If Ferrari had two cars in it, they would have made a call. Even even lower teams like Alpine probably would have made a similar call, just being like, well, look, man, you need to come in for another stop. They let him get faster slap. Mm. They pretty yeah. much just said, look, you're in. Here's your chance at fastest lap. Max didn't even go in for the fastest lap. It was, it was too much of a risk bringing Max in with yeah. the DRS, I felt. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look good. And I know it didn't yeah. look good. It's clearly rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But the data doesn't lie. And the strategies they were on don't lie either. He was going to have to come in in the next five to ten laps. It's better just to take the pain when they did and let... Max just pull a lead while, and not hurt Max's tyres. That was how, mm. that, that's how I feel now. Last night, 100% on Dave's side. I was like, nah, fuck this. Let Checo win. Now, reflecting on it, looking at the data and stuff, it was inevitable Max was always going to get Checo. It was better to do it that way. I know Checo said we need to talk about this after. Checo would have seen the data and be like, yeah, okay, I understand now. Yeah. He's such a smart racer too. Checo doesn't have an ego. He's one of the few drivers who are really, really... Just seems like an, a full-on normal bloke. Mm. And I don't think you can have a dig at him. Let's not just let this conversation be about that one point for Checo. He raced an incredible race he regardless. Yeah. He um, got off the line well, mm-hmm. made a few passes. With the DRS, he absolutely blitzed past George within two or three laps, I think. Mm. Um, you forgot about his first corner heroics and saving that car. After George hit him. Yeah, they had a bump. Oh, yeah. They had a little mm. bump and he got a little sideways and he saved it and managed to hold position. Didn't him and George fight for a bit? They, a they bit. did a little bit, but it was only two or three laps. He, he sort of blitzed past George because George came into the Max pits. and uh, Russell had a good couple of battles on a few laps okay. uh, when uh, Max's uh, DRS wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. And then that's... The, the change in strategy was good. With the with the, When they didn't, they go, all right, we can't fight this DRS battle because we don't have DRS. And also, Max do? let Chaco passed earlier as well, too. Yeah, that's a thing that's that hasn't been brought up. Yeah, that's what I was... Mm. Oh, that's well, what yeah, you're yeah, leaning towards, too? Because he, he had... Like, yeah, it happened twice. Yeah. Checo reached out and said, I'm faster, let me pass. And they said, Max, move. Checo's got DRS. Get out of his way. And that's he fair. let him pass as well. So there is that equality. Yes, one person did go home with more glory than the other one. Also, in the race's head, we don't have the race's psychology... Racers only care about the top seven of the podium. He still came home in second. It was a one-two for them. It was one-two. It was great for Red Bull. It's not like he lost much more. And also, 
He was only down by one point. He got the fastest lap as well. Mm. It's just, it was more, and it is always going to be about the stats you get. And it was a, a race win that Checo may, may, yeah. may have gotten. It wasn't in the bag. It wasn't as bad as saying, hey, buddy, you know, Max is the number one driver, even though he is. It wasn't as egregious as some of the other team orders we've seen in the past. I just no. think it looked bad. But is that is that fair? That's a fair yeah. assumption. I think for me that my main thing is it's it felt just early in the season for that kind of thing already. Like that's but he had the. I reckon yeah. he would have. Yeah. He would have battled. I and He would have got around him. I, I see. I, I, I see your point. I do see your points. Yeah. yeah. And it's better to save the tires for Max and just let him get to the end. And, yeah. And you don't want them battling for each other and then. Then Taking each other out, yeah. and then George gets the win. Not what you want for a team. Yeah, no, you don't want that for sure. So, I mean, we've seen enough of uh, teams taking each other out. Oh, Mercedes 100%. at uh, at uh, Spain. At Spain. <laughs> yeah, at Spain. Um, and Red Bulls in the past, like Mac, uh, when Seb was there, he's bumped a few of his teammates before. Weber Max a and, few yep, times. Mac, Max and Danny yep. taking each other out of Baku. Well, yep. it was more like Danny just absolutely cleaning Max up. But mm, yep, we die. I think in two weeks, this will all be forgotten. Yeah. As a championship stri- shakes out, either Checo will get a few wins and pull ahead and be like, well, that didn't really matter, or Max will come out and again see the win every race that he's finished and pull out a massive lead where it's like, okay, does it does it really matter in the end? Apart from a little bit of pride. I, I, I don't mm. think Checo will get the Bottas feeling as he did um, against Lewis. The other thing we can talk about Checo is he's still in contract negotiations. Surely he has got that contract on lock if he wants it. Surely. Yeah. The Minister of Defence. It'll just come down to money, I reckon. Yeah, it's a good point. That, that's all it'll come down to, how much Checo really wants to get for being number two. Shall we move on to the Mercedes-powered cars? You mean the Green Bull? We'll talk about Aston Martin first. The Green Bull. Look, you can call them that for this week only. No, I'm calling them for the rest until they change their car again. <laughs> they are the green bull. He does edit it, so it's going to be hard to stop him. <laughs> it really I is. I mean, the easiest way to stop him is we just don't keep him on the podcast. It's true. We could, <laughs> we just well, then Jack has to edit it. Yeah, we need him. He's, he's got us. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> You're stronger than him, but yeah. can you punch him? <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> That's fair. Get your hands dirty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Renee let's, begs let's, to differ there. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with, we'll start with the Astons. Upgrades are effective, but not fully optimized. That's yep. my take. But that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Seb, Seb had a really good race, all things considered. He did quite well. Stroll had that incident with, who was it again? Uh, Gasly. He hit Gasly, spun out. And then he, I reckon they, they could have both got 11 12th. I think that's what they're called. Um, and that's better than that. What, what they were doing? A lot better than what they were doing. They were up, what, I'd say on average about four four spots. I don't know. That's all good. They, they um, shown up my coverage because they obviously did nothing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. They didn't, they didn't beat many people. I, I there was think. a good little fight between Alonso and Vettel, though. Love to see it. It's always nice to see the old men get out there. And they can, it just goes to show out. that, like, when you've when you've got that level of talent to be an F one driver, and both Vettel and Alonso have insane levels of talent, yeah, you lose a little bit of pace, but man, they still got it. Mm-hmm. They're both just so good at what they do, and the older they get, the more relaxed they are in general, and they just kind of cruise. They make it look effortless. Yeah, but again, yeah, especially 
with how the race is cut, we didn't see a huge amount from him. Yeah. You got anything, Riso? Uh, no, just give just me a look. No, I was reading my notes. I was kind of <laughs> Stroll just kind of subtly um, blaming Gasly for the crash, but it was it, it was a hundred percent Stroll's fault. It was they were yeah. It even if it even if Gasly punted him off the road, it's a hundred percent Stroll's fault. <laughs> to be fair, because you went out and defended Ocon. Now this, I don't want to say like this is defensive Stroll, but consistency is what we look for in every sport. Yes, he's and consistently shit. Yes, <laughs> but in every incident. Every driver has to blame the other one to help the investigation. Of course, it, yeah. it was after PS. the race. Oh, was it? It was after the race. I got like he's like uh, kind of Gasly bumped me off there. I could have I could I could could have gone better, but that was my race over. Yeah, it's like no, was it? He didn't bump you over. You tried to go around the outside and didn't have the corner. It right. It does and take a, a a different kind of driver to go admit. You know, yep, that that's it, my bad. Yeah. That's that was my mistake. I think Ricardo. Said that about when he clashed with Signs that yeah. time. He's like, "Yep, that's on you know, me. It was I stuffed that one up." He even went to the trailer and apologized yeah, in person. Know, that's good and to come out hated and doing see it. the footage and go, you "Know yourself that yep, yeah. I made that mistake." But to say, "Nah, that's still it their was, mistake." It's it was kind of the recurrence of Australia of strolled yeah doing wrong thing, going ah. It wasn't my fault, like smug look. It's a special it kind of stupid you have to be if you consistently <laughs> blame the other driver when you're yeah. always in accidents. Yeah. yeah. Needs some reflection, Stroll. Yeah, it needs maybe see because I was basing on the fact that that was just uh, yeah, radio yeah. messages. But if you're no, still no. coming out after the race and and also like where you guys were finishing too, it's another one of those literally pointless crashes. Yeah. You are out of the points. You still bumped each other. You both threw each other off the line. It's costing money for your teams. Yeah. And also, yeah, we don't like Stroll. Like he's just a. <laughs> he's just, just bull- he's no personality. His only personality is being rich and. No one likes that. To quote a famous culture in Australia, he is 100% itchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Gronk, so what do you say? <laughs> he needs some accountability. Definitely. Maybe a yeah. little bit of self-awareness training. Get, uh, get old ScoMo's empathy counsellor. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> oh, did nothing for him, so I don't going to work the stroll either. It's just what just, he wants. He's just going to blame Jenny now. Williams. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Williams. Did you even see them in the race? Because I didn't. Uh, nah. Were they on your broadcast? They were nah. no. I watched just to give some context. I, I I had to watch this race during my lunch break at work, and I watched a uh, it's about a thirty minute compilation of uh, the highlights of it. And yeah, there's definitely stuff I'm learning on the go from this podcast because yeah, I did not see some of these little bits and pieces well, because obviously they weren't. That important, yeah. Like, anything you from fifteenth down, you're not going to see on those things. And yeah, I, and yeah, there was nothing for the only thing I seen from Worms because I stayed at Moisture Race was when they showed the garage and showed Pasta there. That's yeah. the only thing I remember. That's saying. the only thing I've seen of them too. But oh, and there was a head. There was like an overhead shot of Latifi from like the camera on the back of the car. That was it. He might have been just getting lapped. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> he, he was just at the back of the pack doing. I nothing. don't even remember what was yeah. going on. Did he spin? The team? No, 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 he, no, no, no. he just took the. I think he took the Kern and made a pass. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember. That's how little I seen of it. Yeah, Latifi did make a pass. Um, a pass. A pass. Pass on who? I can't remember, man. Right yeah, now. they. Oh, they came. Was it Stroll. <laughs> he came sixteenth. Yeah, but Magnuson. He passed Magnuson. Yeah, it would have been. But Magnuson crashed off and then was coming. 
Magnussen well, finished seventeenth though. He passed Albon. Yeah, and two cars didn't finish, so he made one. He made one pass. He made one. He's but, made a pass. But that pass was because Magnussen went off the track with Lewis. When no, no, Lewis no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure later in the race, Magnussen was ahead of Latifi, oh, but okay. because he was on the hard tire and Latifi was on like the soft or mediums, it oh, just okay. like. Is that the one thing that could show Williams was Latifi made a pass? What that didn't hurt anyone? What color hair did Alex Albon have this race? Red. They didn't show it. Slow. It's, he had his slow <laughs> hair. Slow hair. So yeah, okay. slow put hair. his slow hair cut on. Because yeah, uh, something I've seen a little bit about in the uh, in the memes on online is uh, the red hair. The red hair. Well, Yost had red hair. Yeah. Him and Crofty. Di- so Crofty dyed the sides, and Yost had the top. Died I red. I had no idea why they thought to do that. I just thought it was really Wait, did funny. Did you say Ted? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, Crofty. Oh, because there's someone saying wow. redhead Ted. Redhead, <laughs> redhead <laughs> Ted. That's fantastic. I think that <laughs> was just because he was getting sunburned on the top of his head. <laughs> it was really hot that weekend. I have literally nothing nothing from Williams no. apart from me just saying that maybe... Uh, oh, Elbon said that his tyres were going in one lap. The, there's, the balance on that car is something seriously wrong with that car. They just can't seem... Williams just can't seem to put together a good race car at the moment. Um, at and they've struggled with it for years. I was going to say at the moment or... <laughs> oh, you know, moment, 10 years. Moment being, yeah, the last Same five, thing. six, you know, seven, just it all blends, hybrid era. The inevitable crush of time, it all blends into one. Yeah. Basically. The taste of misery. The only thing I want to talk about with Latifi is it was a better weekend for him, but they are rumoured to do a mid-season switch. Yeah, Nick DeVries, I With believe. Nick DeVries, who is a young Dutch kid, won F3, won F2, won Formula E. There was all this hype around him coming into F1, but they just couldn't fit him into the grid. He is a very good race driver. Latifi's had two seasons now, two and a bit. This yeah, is his, this, third. This is his third. third. Yeah, I can see that happening. I could now. see I could see a yeah. mid-season switch. Dude, if they just need to get something in that car. Yeah. Nick, That's a Nick raced this weekend in... It was that Nick? DeBruce? Yeah, Nick. He jumped in FP one for Williams. Yes. yes. Okay, and he did well. No, he was in a Williams, but <laughs> oh, but he is on paper a world champion in Formula E, in F two and F three. He's got all the credentials that you want. He's technically the first Dutch world champion too. He is. He beat Max by like three months in Formula E. Yeah, oh, that makes me so satisfied to hear. And, like, Nick DeVries is a very, very nice and good media personality, has a huge amount of support, brings decent sponsorships, Toto being a big supporter of him as well in the factory. It's starting to it's starting to pile up, looking like Latifi's going to move. Albon is a better racer than Latifi as well. So how are you going to feel when you got the Toto, Alb- uh, Toto DeVries and Christian Albon in the same team? Ooh. <sighs> That's spicy. That's a spicy team, right? Yeah. It's, I'll tell you what, it is very strong, like divorced parents vibes. It's like, well, my my dad said, and then our mom will be like, well, my mum said. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very uncomfortable. Who's the team principal there? Yos, Yos. Kapitos. Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be an interesting. Yeah, that would be quite hilarious. I would love a uh, drive, to Sci- drive to Survive episode just on that. Just that like dynamic. Dynamic, yeah. Toto drives off. Netflix, drives, get onto that. Drops Nick off at the factory. Looks in the car park. There's Christian standing there across the car park holding Alex's hand. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is, is like Nick DeVries and Alex Albon are both such lovely, lovely young guys that you know they're going to get along really, really well. <laughs> Maybe this is going to be the F1 parent tramp. Yeah. Tramp we've, not parent tramp. <laughs> parent trap that we've always wanted. <laughs> and they'll finally kiss and then I'll be happy. You I did wanted predict it for that. Years. I did, did, I did, didn't I? You I did predict that. 
It was one of my uh, pretty out there predictions at the start <laughs> of the year is that <laughs> Toto and Christian would finally share that kiss. That's it we have for Williams. Let's talk about McLaren. Rip. Only for one, unfortunately. Yeah. Lando did really, really, really well. He that did. Tonsillitis and drive from 12th to 8th. And that's why there was even a, more rip for Danny Rick. Yeah. There was a very interesting thing that I heard is, so they actually know why he ended up with tonsillitis. And that's because he deserved it. But, <laughs> 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 but despite despite my constant calls against Lando Norris, he drove incredibly. He has that McLaren on lock at the moment. Yeah. It's just where the big disappointment I think for Lando is is that McLaren can't give him the car that he he can truly perform mm. into the level of his abilities. There is so much depth in that kid when it comes to his skill that we haven't seen yet. If yeah. you can drive with a fever in a 50-degree racetrack, beat your teammate, come home with points when you qualified outside of that. And your teammate's Danny Rick too, like considered a good driver as well. It's not it's not like a best. It's not like, you know, he's, he's not beating someone like, you know, Mazepin or something like that. You know, he's he's beating Danny Rick with all of that as well. Whew. He's got some serious skill there. Yeah. I, I, I rate though. him. Yeah. I rate his talent. Yeah. I just don't think he's funny. <laughs> I do. <laughs> he was so happy when Pit Stop Froys made that song for him. Happy <laughs> and funny aren't the same uh, thing. He was making good jokes. But Danny Rick... <laughs> Yeah, why didn't you another, start us on that, Dave? Another deflated got? Danny Rick. Deflated dick, S- Danny Rick. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone Shriveled. who doesn't know, Dave does look remarkably similar to Daniel Ricciardo <laughs> as well. He's the most he's the most lookalike we've got, apart from Viliami Kikau. Still a smile on his face in the post-racing like, interviews. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got Botox. Can't, he can't wipe that off his face. Yeah, yeah, look, I think... Is it over? Is the dream, is the dream gone, boys? I think it's it's time to start considering it. There's rumors of retiring, but I think that's him just just making them for the fun of it. I think so. I but <laughs> well, you know what? I'd like to see him retire and go to NASCAR. He does love NASCAR. He does. He loves a NASCAR. Yeah. He could do really well in NASCAR. Texas is his home away from home, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Like I think. Could he go IndyCar? I don't know because. Simply because if he's leaving F1, which has been his big dream, the only other thing he's ever spoken about is his NASCAR. entire life is NASCAR. Yeah, is NASCAR. Just go and go and have some fun, mate. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, McLaren, McLaren IndyCar team. Does McLaren... No, no, they don't. They've got an IndyCar team. I don't see him going to IndyCar. No. I reckon he'd go to NASCAR. I could see I, a driver swap with Colton Herder no. if that's part of contract negotiations. No, because Colton Herder's an Andretti driver. Oh, well, that makes heaps of sense. Yeah. But what I, what I think will happen is Danny Rick will see out this season. The contract buyout isn't as much as I think it is. McLaren will buy out his contract, pay him, help him get a drive in NASCAR, and just move on from Danny Rick and say thanks for everything. Could we see Zach Brown, who also loves NASCAR, literally going, look, man, we don't really have a place for you here, but McLaren entering NASCAR with Daniel Ricciardo at the forefront. No, I don't see that, I don't unfortunately. See, <laughs> I don't see McLaren <laughs> jumping into NASCAR, NASCAR for, their, for their vehicle image. brand. Yeah, yeah the it's not the kind of brand that McLaren... McLaren... Their road cars are not a NASCAR. A NASCAR... Yeah, it's, they're it's a, a supercar... A, uh, a hypercar as well. Yeah, yeah. a hypercar. Sports, sports it, it, car. It's not a stock car. Yeah. That's, that's so, what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. I could see 
McLaren doing a deal with one of the Chevy teams or one of the Ford teams. I'd really like him to like him to get into Team Penske in NASCAR. Ah, mm. uh, Richard Childers as well. Like I've been watching a lot of NASCAR this year, and I'm it, it's embarrassingly a lot. <laughs> oh man! Like I've always wanted to go and see a NASCAR race. If Ricardo was in there, oh, I've. 100% would be going over there to see it. I'd want to go for the last two hours. I don't think I could sit for four hours and watch a race in the stands. Oh, I could. Yeah, I could drink. <laughs> I, I could do it in Texas if I was in one of the boxes. I could stand at that fence for four hours, I reckon. What is the answer? Lap after lap, I could stand there. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, look, to, br- to bring it back to the, the sport, we actually... Are supposed to talk about <laughs> football. <laughs> we oh, dragons won on the weekend too. <laughs> I was um, talking about Premier League. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Proper football. Is Proper there a, football. is there a dragons team in? No. Oh, well, shit. There's then. a Saints team because you go for them. That's really yeah. There's a Southampton Saints. is called Saints. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. That counts. <laughs> and they're red and white. I know. That's why I picked them. <laughs> I literally. I look. <laughs> I've never said open FIFA went. That team's red and white. I'm going for them. That's exactly how I pick most of my <laughs> fucking sporting teams. <laughs> it was hilarious to see Jack say that and Dave and Angie just shake their head in disappointment. <laughs> well, at least we go for decent teams. He goes for Man City and I go for West Ham. West Ham, like, I rate West Ham. Yeah, I, like see, I like seeing West Ham do well. As long like as you don't coach Dave, uh, Declan Rice, I'm all good with it. Yeah. No one fucking. Cares. Yeah, Mercedes. <laughs> we're still talking about them. Yeah, yeah, we're Williams. talking about McLaren. We are talking about McLaren. McLaren. Sorry, <laughs> we were talking about McLaren. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just really want to talk about Lewis. I don't do. You? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Look, we put. I haven't been able to <laughs> for all of these weeks, and now this week I can. I want to get well, onto let's, it. Let's move on to Mercedes. I think we've said everything we needed to say about McLaren. Davo, you have the floor to begin with. Go. A good race. I'm. <laughs> A good race for them. I'm hopeful for the next few races for both the drivers. I, I think can't believe he's come in so hot with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> he's just gone the Nando's mild sauce on that one. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Russell. Yeah. Great qualifying and great uh, race. Good battles with Max. That was really cool to see. He actually got his elbows out. And I think Crofty mentioned, it was Crofty or Brundle, one of the two mentioned that we've not really seen him and Verstappen ever battle it out before because, you know, the disparity between the cars in the past has been such that it hasn't been a battle to actually see Russell get in there and fight someone like Verstappen cleanly and yeah. get his elbows out and actually defend. I was like, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, and yeah, Hamilton, you look, put aside the fact that, yeah, look, he whinged a little bit about being punted off at the start and being all the way down the back. Great drive to come back from that position. And it's another one of those... It's it's a classic Hamilton kind of drive. He's had those in the past where he's come back and win won them. Wasn't quite there today for him, but it shows that there's pace in the car, and it shows that yeah he's still able to make those passes through the field that he's been known for in the past. I can see Andy lining up in my peripheral vision to say something about that whinging. I'm to I'm, be fair. I'm gonna. I when when it comes to what Andy's point is because yeah. we checked with me pre-show. Yeah. I think it's a very valid point. So I think Andy, so too. you yeah. get to have your little point here. Okay. So, this will either get cut or not. I don't know yet, depending on how I word this. I was really disappointed in Lewis. I, I genuinely was. The two days prior to him having this little sook, he says he never gives up. He's 
proudly posting that. And he's one of the guys on social media that's out there. He's such a good humanitarian. He even posted on qualifying day that he met this little girl who had terminal illness and he told her, never give up, like all this really positive stuff. And then lap five, he's had a, a slight incident. Yeah, he's punctured his tire. He's at the back of the field. He's like, let's retire the car. Let's save the engine. It's like, and Bono's like, dude, we can get points. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I was so disappointed in him for to, to act like that, especially someone like me who suffers from mental health issues and stuff. And like to hear him whinge like that when he's a seven-time world champion and he's deserved pretty much all those world championships. Absolutely. Mm. And to hear him say that, and it was such a disappointment to hear that from someone. It was like, it's like hearing Santa Claus isn't real. You know what I mean? When you're a kid, like it was just, it was gut wrenching for me. I was absolutely livid that he'd act like that in that situation. It's like, dude, it's lap five of a fucking 66 lap race. Lap five. Yeah. And you want to quit. And two days ago, you're saying you yeah. never give up. And you're supposed to be greatest of all time. Exactly. Like, can I? Can we separate potentially just to play devil's advocate on that? The comments that are made in the car versus, you know, people say stuff in the heat of the moment. We say it all the time about incidents. We say it all the time about people getting angry. But you can say it. He put it into practice. He actually didn't give up. I know, but he this said isn't it. the first time he's done this. Yeah, he said and this it. is the one that really pissed me off. But he didn't give up. I know he didn't give up, but so, he wanted to, and it was yeah. Bono keeping him in the yeah, race. Yeah. No, I think there's no. He wanted hold to on, give up. gentlemen. Hold on, gentlemen. I think there's there's comments you can make in the race and go, ah, oh, let's just give up. But then, no, actually, there's points here. All right, let's go for it. There's I'm gonna I'm gonna come down the middle. I'm actually gonna pull a little bit a little bit of hosting privilege here. Yeah. I think you are both right. Yeah. I don't think anything more needs to be said on it. Your disappointment in it and your viewpoint on it, That's Andy, very is, valid. is very valid because mm. that was also my first read on it. Mm. However, listening to you saying like that heat of the moment aspect, which I've also said three times this episode, yeah. does hold sway. Let's go back to talking about the quality of the race itself and the performance he did put in. Oh, it was a fucking fantastic yeah. performance. I won't deny that. I just it really disappointed me at the start. That yep. just yeah. and it left a really sour taste in my mouth. And for him to win driver of the day after that, I was just like, no. And that's fair no. enough too. Yeah, fair. However, though, the Mercedes performance, that car is clearly like when Toto came out and was like, we know what the problems are, we know how to fix them, and we're going to bring them. And with last week saying, no, the upgrades are having the intended effect. Give us one or two weeks to fully optimize them, and you'll see something incredible. George Russell. Great defense. Mm. Great defense. Yes, Max didn't have the DRS, but there was no question of the red Mercedes being quicker than the Red Bull this weekend. We knew that wasn't going to be the case. Mm. However, the quality of his drive was awesome to see. Great to see George finally where we knew, know he can be with that talent he's had. He certainly ate or he copped all the punishment in Williams while he was there, knowing what he was capable of, believing in this Mercedes system, oh, yeah. and it's paid off. Yeah, Lewis... Yes, did did rub quite a few people the wrong way with his his comments, but Dave, very fair enough with saying he could have just pulled that car into the pits and hopped out. Yeah, but he didn't. It's also the point of having the race engineer there too. It is it is a team effort. What a drive! It was just sad to see, which you brought up earlier, is mm. that unfortunately we didn't get to see him do no. those passes, and mm. I wish we did. Yeah, yeah. It's um great. Yeah, 
we didn't see the passes. He did a great race to come fourth. Eh? We were predicting an eighth finish, and he came fourth. Mm. Oh, no, no, he came fifth. No, he was fifth. He, fifth. fifth. He, he was fourth, and there was they a were cooling, having little engine issues. The cooling issue, yeah. which Russell had also, which was a bit That's concerning. why. I, it was a, I think it's just the cooling package. They predicted not so hot, hot of a day. You might have saved him a, a few mm. kilos there. Um, um, great race. I'm excited to see... I'm excited to see Mercedes up in the top three teams. It seems like they're going to be fighting. Maybe for, like if Lewis didn't crash off or get a puncher, oh, he probably could have been fighting for the win there. Yeah, he, he actually had he, better pace than Max. Yeah, uh, he, towards the end of that race, I reckon he could have been. Well, he was pipping yeah. a faster slap for a few laps. Yeah, so, I reckon. And he it wasn't been until there. Checo came in to get those tires that they took mm. that right away from him. The other thing yeah. I wanted to point out too was. Remember a few weeks ago when we said it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Well, the time when, is now. If the time oh. is coming. It only took them six rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting. And and you see the new regulations come into play with Spain being one of the most exciting Spain races ever because there's so many overtakes. You, the, top f- it's the top five didn't come five. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect like, sense because the top five normally will finish on the podium and then fill out the other two positions. There's never normally a change at that top five. Yeah. And we saw a huge amount of that this weekend. Mercedes is still Mercedes. And like we've ne- we've never doubted that. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the media has and a lot of other shows have gone out and said, like, this is the end of Mercedes. We've been sitting here for the last five rounds. Poking, poking shit at you, Dave. Oh, yeah. Knowing full well <laughs> that it was only a matter of time. I said it at the start of the season. Oh, in our prediction, I was like, Mercedes. I think I predicted Mercedes would win, and they, they still might. Constructors but definitely. They still might. Constructors, oh, constructors yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. If if Russell still, that's another top five for him every yeah. race. Yeah, I predicted that they would be up there simply because they're Mercedes. They they as a team they don't to. give up there. They have the resources, the knowledge, the experience behind them. And I think that's coming into play now because you can see the improvement that they have made. And if they end up clinching the Constructors' Championship, then it turns out that having side pods on the car aren't necessary. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing they're also doing here. They have the most unique design now across the whole Mm -hmm. field. If they manage to clinch this title and keep having the performances they're having, it's going to show that, well, nine teams actually went in the wrong direction. Mm. Not one. How it was originally thought. Any other points on the race we want to make, gentlemen? Uh, just on um, Mercedes, yeah. The Lewis being faster than the Ferrari and overtaking signs before acting, giving it back. You see the the, the whole team be so happy um, that th- th- what they're doing is on the right track. To then see yeah. it get overheated and then Toto looking oh. so upset. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, so if looks could kill Toto would have taken out half of Spain with that stare man yeah. seriously that was in genuinely intimidating to see on camera that is desk was ju- quivering in fear oh my lord those headphones those headphones man yeah. those headphones he is the only he's the only man in the world who has a pair of bulletproof headphones yeah. seriously but I yeah Mercedes they just they're doing what Mercedes does it's weird isn't it we're starting to get back into what a lot of people didn't want to see in F1. The top three teams are clearly starting to eke out more of an advantage, but it feels better this time, it doesn't does it? because it's competitive more so between those top three teams. It yeah. is a who is actually going to be able to do this one this time. It's yeah. not going to be it's a ham ver bot, ham bot ver, ver ham bot. It's not, it's there's five or six drivers of them that it could be 
in any order and you don't know. Speaking on that, this is the first time five years that they've had not Hamburg bot on the podium. Yes. <laughs> the last four podiums at Spain have been oh, Hamburg yeah. bot, yeah. Hamburg bot, Ham. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, Ham bot ver, Ham bot ver, going backwards. Yeah. 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 yeah that's what I meant. To yes. S- to see, yeah. The Mercedes come out with purple sectors in qualifying. It was very exciting to see. That mm. they're, they're, what they're doing in, in the sections that suit them, now they're best. Yep. And then you'll see each team doing what their best is to see an actual fight for three to six three to six of the team. Oh, three to six of the races in the three teams. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting. And it's looking good. And it has led to some changes. In the championship order. So Max has actually taken the lead ahead of Charles. Yep. And he's out by six points. So that's not a massive margin, but it's certainly a margin. He hasn't just pipped him, but that's because Charles DNF. Red Bull have also taken a lead in the constructors championship. And Ferrari and McLaren aren't very uh Ferrari and Mercedes are not very far behind. McLaren's very far behind. McLaren is, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> They're in fourth by a lot. Mm. 70 points. Right, Andy, it is time to rip the band-aid off me and David and tell us how we did with our predictions this week. For the Formula Bumps predictions or championships, I'm going to start with Jacko. And I realise I spelt Leclerc's wrong name wrong again. <laughs> I'm not the best speller. Maybe do spelling templates. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Jacko, you picked Leclerc in first. How'd that turn out for you? It was... <sighs> I mean, it was looking really good for 26 laps. I was... It was a weird mix of emotions because him him not finishing meant Max was in for a chance for a win, which is what I want. But for my tips, which is also what I really want. What you really, really want? <laughs> really, 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 really want. I don't know. Uh, Thank you. I fucking <laughs> forgot the line. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Sad. Just read them to me. Tell me what I did. You had Leclerc first. You had Verstappen in second. That's a point. Saints in third. That's a point. Per- Sorry, no. Did Saints come top five? He came fourth. Yeah. Yep. Perez fourth. That's a point. And Russell fifth. That's a point. So that's four points in total for you. But I didn't get any of them in their order, did I? No, you didn't. No. Ah! Davo. <laughs> You also had Leclerc in first. I did, unfortunately, yeah. You also had Verstappen in second, mm. which is a point. Perez in third, that's a point. Signs in fourth, that's a point. And even though Norris drove his ass off, he didn't mm. make it into the top six. Ah, uh, top five, so that's no points there. Well done, Davey. Davey last, Jacko fourth. Riso, you're smart. You had Verstappen first, yeah. so that's six. Yes. You had Leclerc. I can't believe it. I spelt Leclerc's name right for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it right for your two. <laughs> um, I don't Le- even know how you did that. I don't know. I don't know how my brain works. Uh, you uh, had Leclerc in doesn't. second. Yep. So yeah. that's that's nothing. You had Saints third, so that's a point. So that's seven. Perez in fourth, which is another point. So that's eight. And you had Bottas in fifth, which nearly worked out for you. Coming for you, Jackpot. You you I'm, really are. I'm coming for you. That's I'll my cancel one the whole fucking show if I lose this thing. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just and for the, the the round winner this week, of course, <laughs> of course, it's me because I always pick the right thing. I had Verstappen first, Leclerc second, Science third, Paris fourth, and Russell fifth. So I have a conspiracy six, theory. Seven, eight, nine points for me. Andy is an FIA spy, and he's actually pulling the strings. 
That's all I'm saying. The broadcast will be, will be a lot better, I reckon. Have we awesome. actually <laughs> ever gone back and listened to the episodes where we give these predictions to make sure that these things that he's putting together <laughs> are actually correct? Yes. No, but I always look forward to this part of the show because I sit down and I, I do my predictions and then I completely forget about yeah. them. So whenever he reads them to me, I was like, oh, did I pick that? That's pretty interesting. I, I'm, pick. The, I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, I've got no idea if he actually picked those, to be you honest. You wrote those so. in a message, so I can prove that to you. Oh, yeah, I probably did, actually. Yeah. You wrote yeah. that to us in a message. Actually, now you say that, I remember sending that message. You I don't remember sending what what I sent, but I remember sending the message with my prediction. You do text them through. You're pretty good at that. Yeah. So what's the uh, standings then, man? Where are oh, we no, sitting? I'm going to the order. You had, in this order, from British in our chat, Leclerc, Verstappen, Perez, Saints, and Norris. Yeah. And you said in that order. Yeah, I did. Sorry. Okay, let's let's go back to the, the championship We don't standings. need to go through the championship standings. We do, because Davo's in last yeah. on 18 points. I want to know how close I am. Riso, you're in third on 27 points. Jacko, you're still in second on 33 points. Six what are you points on? To go, six points to go. 27 to 33. It's only one good And pick. I am leading on a whopping 49 points. Oh. I am pulling a Lewis and just dominating this championship. I feel like we need to introduce some, like, you know, penalty points or something for, for things. Yeah, you, you know, lose um, a point if you spell someone's spelling, name. <laughs> spell, spelling mistakes. That's only me. Spell, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spelling mistakes is one point. Yep. Um, well, that's the championship order. And the protest did not hold up, so that extra point went to Davey. Oh, I did lodge a protest, didn't I? No, no, no. Riso did. Oh, Riso, you weren't here. I wasn't. What was, uh, what was the protest again? Remember I f- how I gave you an extra point? I don't. I, it was a couple weeks ago, and he lodged a protest. I yeah, Riso and I are the ones who are most affected by this bullshit because <laughs> Davey gets fucking bonus points every two weekends. We took five points off him at the start because <laughs> we're racist assholes. <laughs> you did. You did. I and you screwed me over when I couldn't put my picks in myself because I was over. We got you, he got you more points. points than what you get. <laughs> yeah, true. That was, true. that was your best round, it, motherfucker. Tr- tr- true, true. But I might have picked something better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I've had a lot of fun making this one. I think we finally, Spain has finally delivered. It has. Finally. And I guess we should move on to wrapping this bad boy up. Unless anything, one else has anything else. Um, this <laughs> no. get cut. Um. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. This is the part of the show that sounds the same every week. So I'm going to do my best to make it sound different this week. Please follow us on all our social medias. We're at Formula Bums everywhere, except for Twitter. We're at Bums Formula. Don't know why. I'm going to link it all in the description this week too. Excellent. Um, one click away, guys. And yeah, please keep reaching out and interacting with us. Please help us grow this little show just a bit more. Don't forget to send emails in if you want to be part of the testing for the tipping comp. We're definitely going to do a tipping comp. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's probably not looking good for us, bros. No. We're not going to do too well. But We're not. Thank you very much, guys. It's been unreal. And next episode will be out Thursday, 12 o'clock Australian Eastern time. And this episode you're already listening to. All right. See ya. Yep. Bye. Bye.